The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Living with Intention. I am April Wyatt, your wellness advocate, and I am so grateful that you're here today. During our time together, we will explore ways to connect the mind, body, and spirit to allow growth from within. And by utilizing my own intuition and experiences, I will guide you through a variety of techniques which will assist you to bring you back to your true essence. Now I invite you to take a moment, set your intention with curiosity, opening your mind and heart to receive as you discover more about your own abilities for expansion. Welcome back, friends, as we continue the series of consciously clearing clutter to explore ways to clear systems and release. Let go of what no longer supports you. In the past two episodes, we learned about the mind-body connection and detoxing with Angela Quist, and also how to address emotional baggage and clear your physical space with Carlin Ray. And if you haven't had the opportunity to listen or watch either of those, please take time to do so as I've created this series with intention and all of them to build up to support you on all levels. And for this episode today, we're going to bring awareness of how we hold energies in the body and explore ways to clear and release unwanted clutter within our energy centers or chakras. And I think what is most important about this episode is how to build your own emotional intelligence about not just your physical body, but also your energetic body. So you do not take on other people's stuff. And as I've shared in this series, it's all about keeping our baskets balanced and lighter don't need to carry other people's stuff. For this last episode of the series, I've invited a special guest in Anna Jackie Kay, who's a Reiki master, singer, songwriter, a certified Bach 
flower remedy practitioner, as well as an emotional code therapist, among a myriad of other esoteric and modern healing modalities, Inanna has a passion for supporting others on their healing journey, and through her business, Inanna Rising, she offers teachings inspired by the sacral feminine arts. You know, when I first connected with Inanna, uh, there was just something that I I can't explain. Uh, It felt like I met an old friend. And I really hope you all feel the same as we learn more from Inanna. So please welcome Inanna. Thank you for being here. Thank you, April. Thank you so much for inviting me to do this. I am so honored to share this space with you. I've listened to, I was telling you earlier, I was listening to a few of your podcasts um, earlier this week and two things really struck me. One is your whole entire presence, including your voice is just so soothing and so healing. It was just lovely to even have that on in the background and at times I get distracted by podcasts and I don't like the extra noise. And so I'll, I'll turn them off, but yours was just, just beautiful. Your voice is just lovely and soothing to listen to. And um, the second thing was that I, uh, I really tuned into the space that you are working to create and to build here on this platform. And it's just so powerful in such a, uh, non-egotistical way I really appreciate that so so thank you for having me on I really am honored for those kind words yes I'm I'm glad that you feel that intention (laughs) that I infuse in with with these episodes yeah Uh, do you mind just sharing a little bit about yourself Inanna uh, for those who aren't familiar with you yes um so my name is Inanna Nana Jackie Kay, and I, as you said, am a Reiki master. Um, my life has always been filled with music and song. I, my father was a very accomplished musician and drummer growing up, and my mother was a painter and an artist. So I grew up in a very artistic-minded household, which I think lent itself to um, maybe being okay with with stepping off the beaten path a little bit and kind of seeking other forms of therapy and spirituality. So about, I would say maybe 15 years ago, um, you know, we all have some form or another of childhood trauma that we're working to overcome. And I, mine had really come to a head. And um, thankfully, I just kind of stumbled upon some of these healing modalities. I had a friend of mine who was too afraid to go to a Reiki share. That's a, you know, what a Reiki share is where you, um, there could be one or more Reiki practitioners and they just kind of offer five to 10 minutes of a free Reiki, just so you can experience what that energy feels like. So this friend of mine had heard about it because she was taking yoga and Pilates and at that time, that was kind of a newer thing, you know? And so uh, there was going to be a Reiki share at the place where she was taking yoga. And she was 
she called me and she said, please go with me. I, I it sounds really weird. And I don't want, I don't want you know, to be surrounded by, you know, just weird people and hippies <laughs> by myself. Little did she know I was a weird person and a hippie. <laughs> So I went to it and I was so surprised because I had had um, some strange pain in my hand that would flare up every time it would rain for whatever. Well, I know the reason now, but um, from the time I was young and it would hurt really, really bad. And so as soon as the woman, she held my hand and that flare up happened and then it, the flare would move and it moved to my wrist and then she moved her hand to my wrist. I noticed that when the pain would move, she would move her hand and she went, got all the way up to my shoulder. And I said, how did you do that? How did you know where it was hurting? You would move every time the pain would move. And so she explained to me a little bit about why that was the way it was. And, um, and I was curious enough I thought it was very strange, but curious enough that I was open to learning more. Um, and I know you have mentioned before that the reason you, April, got into these types of healing modalities wasn't really to work on other people at first, but for yourself. And so I think that was my motivation as well. At first, I uh, had no intention of ever kind of coming out of the closet, out of the energy closet <laughs> with this <laughs> This kind of stuff. I thought way back then that it was super strange and weird. And I was afraid of being, you know, laughed at or ridiculed or judged. Uh, but I, because one thing led to another and I, I went through Reiki and then I found other modalities and they helped me so much clear my traumas and my wounds and to really rise above that uh, I, I felt just compelled to share it with other people and um, over the last several years have felt very instructed and guided by my my guides and and by spirit and my higher self to create a platform so that more people can find their way to this type of energy connection beautiful thank you for sharing and I think all of us um, who are energy practitioner, you know, working with energies and things, you know, we all have come out of that closet and it just feels so much better here and not having to hide and keep things secret from other people, that type of thing. It just doesn't feel good um, living that, uh, that way. Um, and, and that's how I, connected with you actually in Anna was through your Instagram I watched your chakra uh, mm-hmm. clearing uh, you had a, a wonderful um, video on there and on YouTube I think I went to your YouTube after that and watched and I so love how you talk about everything and explain I think that's mm. the big thing is that you take time and to explain and to walk people through that process mm. instead of just, you know, that's the root chakra. It's this color. This is what you got to do next, you know, just kind of going it through that way. It's you take time and really have compassion about supporting others mm. with that. So, yeah, thank, thank you for for uh, offering you know, those 
it's, that is such a passion of mine. That's something that I didn't realize that um, was going to be a part of my life would be teaching. I love teaching all about, well, anything really, but the energy system. Uh, I love teaching Reiki, just watching someone really open up and unfold to a brand new idea and a new understanding and then seeing it apply to their life is just it's the most beautiful thing. And um, I think when I look back, I can see naturally it probably comes from, I'm a big sister. I have six younger brothers. <laughs> and so I was always, you know, we're teaching them and helping with homework and trying to show them. I remember two of my brothers, they're twins and they couldn't say their R's when they were little. And so they would, um, you know, say one of their names was Ryan and they'd say, Ryan, and, and it, and it bothered me. I was probably five years old and I thought, no, can't, why are you not, how come you're not hearing this? Can't you do it anyway? So my little five-year-old brain figured out a way to teach them how to say their R's. And I would tell them, okay, roar like a dinosaur, roar. And then they would go, whoa, at first, but we, I got them to do it. And so even now I tease them to this day you know, you should thank me that you can say your art. <laughs> but I think, I think, I don't know, that might be where, where my love of teaching started mm -hmm. because um, I, I do feel that in the Western world, when the whole uh, theory and idea of chakras came over here, we have a tendency here to want to just package everything up so it just fits really nicely and, and it goes in you know this file right here and they don't bleed over the, this file belongs right here so it's just interesting when I hear other people um, teach or talk about the chakra system it's very rigid you know the root chakra it's red and it does this and it doesn't do anything else and it's <laughs> very much like you know in its own little container and um, I think that that we lose the whole idea when we do that. The energy is so it's fluid and it's expansive, and all the chakras work with each other, and they they move into each other. Even the colors that we see in them bleed into each other, depending on what our body's doing or needing at the time. So. Yes, exactly. And for those who aren't familiar with chakras, can you just um, give your definition of what chakras are and your experiences working with them? Yes. So the, the Sanskrit word for chakra, uh, and it's, it's pronounced chakra, and it's, it comes from India is where we get that, the whole idea of the chakra system. Um, but, and it means wheel or vortex. That's what the word means. So it's understood that the chakra system, so basically just like we have a, a physical body, we also have an energetic body. And just like our physical body has all kinds of different systems, whether it's our cardiovascular system, um, all the different organs inside, um, the, the veins that carry oxygen and blood throughout our whole body, the nervous system, all of that. Our, our energy body has its own set of systems as well that has been kind of ignored by Western medicine. It's now being, I think, more understood and more looked at. But for a long time, it, it you know, the Western world is just very physically based, which isn't bad. You know, if I break my arm, 
I need to go to a doctor so he can reset it. That's, you know, that's a Western way and we need that too. So I, I like your approach. Um, you always say that you don't think that uh, energetic medicine should um, take away from, right? The Western, yeah. it's, it's complementary. Yeah. We need yeah. both, yes. I agree with that too. Um, but uh, so just like we have, the physical body with all those systems. We have the energy body has all of its systems. And so in the Eastern, more Eastern philosophies and Eastern world, they studied the everything to do with the energetic body. So in Chinese medicine, where we have acupuncture and acupressure, they're working more with the meridians of the body. And those are, that's a whole energy system that would be similar to like our our vascular system in our body it carries all the energy everywhere and so when there's blocks in that um you have the doctors go in and put in needles to to kind of move that energy and unblock it well the thing that that brings in pulls in and pushes out the energy that's around us depending on what it is that we need that's the the chakra system and the chakra system is more acknowledged and studied by by India, the Hindu, the, the whole Sanskrit, like all of that ancient world. And um, there are seven chakras, basically seven chakras. There are way more than that, but just for our purposes, uh, along the center of the body. So they begin at the base of the spine. That's the first little energy wheel chakra, and that we call it the root chakra. And then it moves up to right below the belly button and that's called the sacral chakra that's the second one the third one up is our solar plexus chakra that's above our belly button and then at the center of our body we have our heart chakra and then our throat chakra is the fifth one and we move up higher here between our brow that's the sixth chakra and at the top kind of sits a little above our head is the crown chakra and that's said to connect us um, to to source to god universe goddess whatever you want to call it and then the lower chakra connects you and roots you into gaia or earth so it's a you want to have all of those chakras really aligned and in balance for optimal health yes thank you that's that was perfect um and even me working with individuals and things I can tell when there's imbalance there, when things are quote unquote blocked, um, you know, we, without being aware, we just take on so much from the outer world or from others. And that's why I think it's so important for us to talk about these as removing clutter, removing things yeah. that it, it, it's not for us to to hold on to and we tend to think that this is our sacrifice this is what we need to do in order to show that we love our loved ones or something is to suffer with them mm -hmm. and uh, that it, you're just going down but for me that's just a person going down the rabbit hole with that person and they don't have uh, a way out um 
they don't have the ruby slippers like Dorothy. <laughs> you yeah. just can't click your heels three times and be back home and everything's all cleared up, you know. It reminds me, if you don't mind, if I tell a little um, story. I had a teacher once who she taught this about carrying other people's stuff, right? Um, because sometimes, so she she gave this analogy. She actually had me stand up and she she was just talking and she goes, let's just throw this pillow back and forth. It was just like a little pillow from her couch. And so she's talking to me and we're throwing the pillow back and forth. And she's asked, well, how are you doing? And how, you know, just doing kind of small talk. And all of a sudden she, she just kept throwing the pillow at me quicker and I would catch it and throw it and she'd throw it again. And it was her idea to throw the pillow in the first place. Right. So it was her pillow. <laughs> and then every time I throw it back to her, she kept throwing it even you know, with a little more force. And finally she started getting mad at me. Why do you keep throwing this pillow back at me? I don't want it. And I said, well, you gave it to me first. <laughs> she said, well, I hold it for me. If you cared about me, you would hold it for me. I don't feel like holding it right now. So we got into this whole, you know, um, kind of talk about what that meant. And she asked me, she said, when, when someone's having you hold all their stuff and you feel like you have to, if you care about them, you know, she goes, what, what are some of your options? What can you do? And at the time I was just kind of, I mean, kind of stunned by the whole exercise, like what? And I said, I don't know. I guess you could just keep trying to give it back to them. And she said, well, you could, but then you're just engaging back and forth with them. And it was just the most obvious answer, but I didn't see it at first. And she says, you can put the pillow down. <laughs> yeah. So it was a good lesson in that. And you don't have to hold on to people's stuff, even if they give it to you and you realize you've been holding it. You don't have to go through a big dramatic, hey, why did you hand me all this? Why didn't you can literally just put it down? And it's, oh, it's yes, be there for them if they want to come back and get it. But, you know, so I think a lot of the time with energy, we tend to just even in the slightest ways, because you're an energy, such an energy person. I'm sure you know that some there are some stores, I don't want to say it out loud, but several like big kind of corporation type stores that you can't avoid. Sometimes you have to go and get bulk <laughs> items and things like yeah. that. But uh, I, I often have to really shield myself before I go and step into those stores because sometimes I'll walk out of there just feeling absolutely energetically drained. Like I don't have the energy to do anything else the rest yes. of the day because you know, your energy is constantly being pulled at and, and yes. on other people's energy too. Yeah. So that's other people important yeah. to know how to clear your own systems, you know? Definitely. And before we go into, I'm hoping a little exercise you'll, you'll walk us through. I want to go back to that when you're in that environment, it doesn't matter whether you're in a big store, it could be at your own home, it could be at the office, or even, you know, this is the, the way now we zoom, or we do these, these platforms, and your energy is going, it's going your attention, everything. So where your attention goes, energy flows. And so really remembering that. So when you, especially in the store, there's a lot of distractions. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of people, the lights, the, the whole environment there. And um, 
for me, it's really important for me. I, I say to breathe through my feet. Like I just breathe up, up to the top of my head and down and just really ground myself. Also, if you're going to the store, always eat <laughs> before oh, you go to the goodness. store yeah. because <laughs> otherwise you'll buy everything and that's not good, healthy stuff. And also you're grounded too, when you eat it grounds your, and so you won't be as distracted uh, by all those little things that they want you to buy. You know, they, they purposely intentionally place things yeah. in certain places they're paid to market it, you know, so that's a whole nother story. Well, but, yeah. but it goes so well with even, I mean, that happens in every aspect, whether we're just driving and seeing, you know, ads on the street on billboards or we're on our phone, you know, maybe we're watching some really beautiful YouTube video with a great intention, but then the next ones that pop up are just things that just kind of really drain you or take you down a weird rabbit hole. So you really have to ground yourself, eat that like energetic spiritual food of, you know, making sure that you are well fed spiritually grounded i love what you said that breathing through your feet connecting deep into mother earth and i know that's something that i i forget sometimes that most people don't practice or do in their daily round because when you when you learn a modality such as reiki you're taught, especially when you go up into the upper, like the Reiki three training or mastership, uh, you, you learn how important it is to ground your energy and you have all those beautiful meditations to, to pull you into that. But most people don't ever work with that space. And exactly when they get attracted to even to learning about chakras, I think most people are, uh, the shiny chakras, the ones that seem the most fun are those higher ones, right? Like, Ooh, I could sharpen my clairvoyance or, you know, or connect more with spirit or have more intuition. That seems fun. The lower ones seem like, Oh, that's boring. But if you don't, if you don't work Mm -hmm. on a balance in the entire system, it can just throw you your whole system out of whack. Yes. Having that foundation and that's the root you know, having that foundation. So when you say that, Inanna, about it just throws you out of whack, mm-hmm. um, what would that look like in a person? What would they experience? Mm. Um, so talking about the chakras and maybe with the root, you know, and then kind of going up, just little things like what could possibly be happening there if they're feeling if it's imbalanced, um, if it's taken on so much and things are, your filter isn't clear, right? It's kind of clogged up. How would that show up? That can uh, look uh, and show up in a lot of different ways. I I want to say just most broadly or generally, just because I was using the example of, of being attracted to the higher chakras mm-hmm. and for myself, right? I, I really, for years kind of couldn't care less about those lower ones. And so I was more intrigued with even crystals that were more associated with the higher chakras. I was always more attracted to those than the, you know, the lower chakra ones. Um, And for me, I'll say that that would show up as um, uh, headaches, 
lightheadedness, like on a physical level, um, that could show up as overthinking, being too much in my head, even um, being paranoid about things that scenarios that weren't even going to happen, or I would have conversations in my head or fights or arguments, you know, in my own head. Yes. Someone is like, but this didn't even happen. And it didn't, why did I do this? Why did I waste my energy? That's so, so funny. I see that a lot in people and in my clients too. And I'll, I'll know, okay, if they've been suffering a lot from migraines or um, even a head injury, if you, if you end up like bumping your head or anything like that, you'll, that's a, a sign of an imbalance really. Right. So then if you're imbalanced, say you're someone who focuses more in the root root chakras and those lower chakras. And there are a lot of people who do that. People who are more physically, um, maybe they work out a lot. Uh, maybe they have a job that re requires them to be very physical, uh, which is great. But if they don't balance that out with the, the higher chakras as well, that can look like the typical, let's say the person who works out a lot, um, the typical kind of jock, right? Who you feel like, oh, okay, well, this person looks really, really amazing, but are, do they care about, you know, community or world issues or spirituality? Um, that can also look like injury in the lower extremities too. So a turned ankle or a hurt knee or a hamstring that's been pulled, um, things like that. And especially for women that can show up as, problems within the, the reproductive system and in men too, right? Mm -hmm. And then as well as uh, digestive issues. So yeah, yes. Any, if you think about where the chakras lie um, on the body, so like if the lowest chakra is in uh, at the base of the spine, so kind of between your legs and all of those organs that are there, including the legs, knees, mm -hmm. feet, those are governed by that chakra, by the energy that's allowed to, to come in and be released there. And so if the chakra is not working very well, remember that the word means a vortex of energy or a wheel of energy. So if it's not spinning and it's not just, it doesn't just spin in one direction. It spins two different directions in one direction. It's bringing energy in funneling it in the other direction. It's funneling whatever energy needs to go back out so it's kind of like if your vacuum cleaner mm. is clogged um it might it might be working a little bit right it might be pulling some stuff up but but as soon as you really clean it out you notice like oh wow how was I living with my vacuum cleaner just yes at work for so long that's kind of how it feels once you start clearing and working with your chakras you just exactly um, I love that vacuum um, yeah. and, and knowing that you don't have to know exactly what's happening either, because then that it just creates more of that mental activity. It's, it's more about trusting and allowing and just being open with curiosity. I, I say that a lot in my podcast for mm -hmm. people just to just be curious, like, oh, well, I don't know enough to be a pessimist. You know, I, I just am here to listen and see maybe something might resonate um, with me. So 
just being able to be open and um, explore with us today is just enough. It's just enough. And in Anna, when you were talking about the chakras, so um, the root is the tailbone kind of area, legs, Mm -hmm. then your sacral is the, I just say kind of around the belly button. Uh And then solar plexus is between the belly button and your rib cage and then your heart chakra. So I see that is huge. Our heart chakra is what connects the upper and the lower. Mm -hmm. And when we aren't giving ourselves self-care, when we have a lot of judgments about others, that's just really reflecting back to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we really have to include that self-compassion, right? That ease and grace and doing something or having something that tangible that, you know, just kind of makes you feel light and open that just automatically opens your heart chakra. I mean, people, I really want you to pause right now, close your eyes and envision a puppy, (laughs) right? A puppy or a kitten, you know, right away we smile. Mm -hmm. There's no judgment. There's nothing. And that really just opens our hearts immediately. We don't have to figure out how to do it. It's naturally there. Yes. We are built for love and compassion. It's everything around us that's telling us other things that gets us confused and mixed up and, and all of that. So, um, yeah. So in Anna, when, I, when you talked about those chakras and the imbalanced, and most definitely, I mean, I've been there too in mm. my head a lot and detached, right, from my body and just bringing it down any way that you can is just very helpful for that. So I'm yeah. hoping that you can walk us through just a very quick way to connect with the chakras i have a favorite one that because i love this one because anyone can do it anyone it's just super simple i um i said this on my the last class i taught on youtube that i called it the tiktok technique for years but now that app came out and i'm like (laughs) that's not what i wanted who knew I, i need to find a new a new name for it but it's basically using your hand, the, the magnetic field of your hand mm. to start pulling the energy of the chakra and clearing it. And because remember the chakras are, are spinning, they're winding constantly. So you want to think of, let's, we'll do our heart together, um, knowing that you can do this with any chakra, but we'll do the exercise with our heart since you can see mine mm. and I can see yours. You want to think of a clock Okay. So like the face of a clock. So we're going to go clockwise. No, I'm sorry. We're going to go counterclockwise first and then clockwise. So if you think of the face of a clock and then put it on the front of you like that. So, so the it's pointing out. Well, yeah. Okay. Pointing outward. So basically what you're going to do though, is um, you're going to first move your hand up and over to the right and down and around. So up to the right. Okay. Like that. And you're just going to be, you can kind of feel it too. You're going to be using the center. You also have chakras in the palms of your, your hands. 
And if you're a Reiki person, you know that's where the Reiki energy comes out of. So you're going to use your hand and just go to the right. And you'll want to do this for one to three minutes, you know, and just keep spinning it and spinning it. And you'll almost intuitively feel like you want to pull it out a little more. So right here, you're unwinding to the right. You're unwinding. You're pulling out debris, pulling out energy. And if you even want to like kind of close your hands and, and scoop out. Sometimes I feel like that. I go, Ooh, there's, I can just feel extra energy mm. that wants to go like almost like stringy. Yeah. And just imagine it moving toward the light. And if you want to even call in a, a special archangel to come and take that debris and, mm-hmm. and renew it and cleanse it, you can do that. Yeah. So, even colors. If you see colors or yeah, uh, shapes or symbols in there, just, you know, just go with it. That's, that's yeah. what it's about. The curiosity and just going with that. Yeah. And then after you're doing that for a couple minutes and kind of just connect again to that chakra, whichever one you're at, we're at the heart. So just feel it for a moment, thank it. And then you'll spin it the other way. Now you're going to wind it back up. This mm. is the way that it's, that it's meant to be spinning. So if you, do I have it? Oh, I did. I, I have a whole bunch. I always have crystal toys or with me <laughs> all the time, but I like to use pendulums to also check the chakras. And I can show you how to do that really quickly afterward as well, if you'd like, mm. but you look like you're feeling really nice right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, oh, yeah. It's like giving your energy a hug, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. when, when someone you love just kind of like rubs your back or, or tickles your arm, you know, and you just feel like, oh, thank you. It feels like that for yourself. So just doing that for a couple minutes and then. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Bless yeah, you. I think, I think that's the best thing too is that we can do this for ourselves. You know, we don't have to rely on somebody to do it for us. It's nice though. It's really nice to have a good massage, you know, Reiki session, that type of thing, but really to build that relationship with you and know that you have that within you to, to soothe, to ground, to give yourself that self-love. It's Mm -hmm. so important. How does that feel? Can you tell a difference right now? Just in, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it just feels good. like buttery. <laughs> Maybe I'm wearing yellow, you know, I don't know. But no, I know what you're saying. Buttery and Breathing. just softness and just relaxed. Like, oh, I can relax. I'm just here with Inanna and everyone else just yeah. being here and present with this beautiful energy of mine. Mm-hmm. Right? It's experiencing your own energy too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would say... Um, I always tell my clients this, if you, if you can't give yourself the time to clear your whole system like that, just do your heart on a daily basis, as you're going to sleep at night, just 
clear out all the stuff that you've kind of collected throughout the day. But if you can, at least once a week or more, go through your whole chakra system, you will walk away from it feeling like a brand new person. Yeah. A brand new person. Yeah. And the best part is, is that you can take a shower and you're washing yourself anyway. Why not just I love tune that. into those spots? It's your body. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you yeah. should be able to touch it and, and work through it and just That's see what beautiful. happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Water is so clearing and cleaning anyway. I love watching the water coming from the shower head and um, just witnessing mm. these two molecules and how powerful it is to cleanse our bodies, to give us life mm-hmm. and, and be present with that source. So, yeah. So true. And then if you hold that, intention that you are allowing the water to come in and cleanse and pull out anything that is that you've been holding on to that's kind of weighing you down and just watch it go down the drain yes yeah that it's really powerful i i do that all the time now i think probably almost every time i take a shower but i remember when i first learned that idea years and years ago i thought oh my gosh that's seems so novel (laughs) and you're cleaning on so many different levels Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so it's really I mean it's the simplest thing to keep our energy clear but I think it's something that gets extremely overlooked and Mm -hmm. and I know that it does because I have been working with energy for 15 years which I, I know compared to a lot of people that's not that long but for me it's a long time and even I forget sometimes I'll, I'll just find myself feeling horrible and not knowing why. And then I'll finally go through my checklist. Like, okay, well, what, what's going on? What, <laughs> what do I need right now? And, um, and I will, you know, tune in and maybe work on one or more chakras or take my flower essences or whatever it is. Right. That, that changes my energy, give myself a little Reiki. And yes. then it's like, I'll go, Oh, I feel night and day. What, what was the problem before? You know? Yeah. It's going from that heavy, that constriction because our bodies can only handle so much and those energy centers can only hold so much. And then all of a sudden it's just like effervescent. It just kind of opens and lifts. And it's like, ah, like just taking a, a breath of fresh air. Yeah. And you know, what's, interesting is since we just did that heart clearing I I just took in a big huge breath of air and it was just the easiest Mm. like I just went oh I didn't realize I was constricted before I didn't even I wouldn't have even noticed but just doing that little bit of just loosened everything up here so and if you have any kind of um, asthma, breathing issues, or you're holding on to any kind of grief, most of us are, that will all show up right here in the heart. And so that's, it's super important to keep that area, especially, I mean, I would say if you're going to just pick one chakra to work with, <laughs> you should, like, like I said, balance all of them. But as you stated, that's in the center of the body and it's the kind of gateway between the upper and the lower chakras. So if you're going to just focus on one, go with the heart, because that will help to at least clear up some of that energy between the lower and the upper. 
Yeah, most definitely. And I also, I think, as you're sharing, just as you said that, it's we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. Right. We put a pressure on our performance, on being there for others, uh, looking back, shoulda, woulda, coulda, those types of things, the grief of not living a life that we thought we were going to live or wanting things to turn out differently and holding on to that. Mm-hmm. That's also tied to the heart. So by just having that ease and grace and giving self-care, that that's all that's needed. And you're just melting those outer layers, just melting it and just allowing that to release those tensions and, and forgiveness, right? Mm-hmm. Forgiveness for ourselves that we're human. We're human. That's a beautiful way to put it. It's really beautiful way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, I know that you talked about pendulums. Uh, I'm curious about that. Is there something that you can show us a little bit? Just yes, I'll show you really quick. You, have you worked with pendulums before? I have. I okay. have. So this Good. is beautiful that I have somebody else here that works <laughs> with them as well. And so they're so useful um, for checking on your whole chakra system. And I have a, this is just a clear quartz pendulum, but a pendulum could be anything that's connected to any kind of string. Mm -hmm. So when I was a little kid, um, somebody brought a paper clip with like some thread to school and they were doing this. I remember like checking, look at, look, all of a sudden you can ask a yes or no question and the pendulum will swing a certain way. And I thought, Oh, that's crazy. And scary when I was a kid, I remember, (laughs) but I love it. What is it? You know, I was so curious. Um, but the way that it works is just that. So anything, but especially a crystal is going to, everything has an electromagnetic field around it. Right. Mm -hmm. So including um, us people, we are all energy. Remember we've talked about that before. Yeah. So in, so we have those little spinning vortexes, those chakras, all over our bodies. We talked about the seven main ones, but there are chakras in every joint that we have. And of course, in the center of our our palms, in our different parts of our neck, in um, the soles of our feet. So you're going to have that spinning motion going on um, in all of those areas. So just to check like your, your palm, if you just hold the crystal there as still as you can for a while, all of a sudden it's just going to start doing its own thing. So right now you can see it's spinning around in a circle and it works two ways. So when you start, you can use pendulums to ask questions, a yes or no type of question too. And the way that that works is with the subtle um, muscles in your, in your hands. It's like the subconscious Mm -hmm. is answering the question and by doing, by moving the subtle muscles and that will move the pendulum. But when you're just holding it straight without any type of question, you're just checking to see what's the motion of this chakra right now, you know? Mm -hmm. So if it's in a spinning, usually a clockwise spinning motion, you can see like, Oh, that's pretty nice and clear. It looks healthy. It looks like it's doing what it's supposed to be doing. But if you hold it over a chakra and it just sits dead (laughs) or it maybe moves side to side and it's not a good spinning motion, you'll know, okay, that chakra needs a little bit of extra attention. So you can either hold a crystal to it or you can do that TikTok method like I was just showing you. 
but that's yeah. that's I love using uh, the pendulum. It's hard to do it on yourself mm. for all the chakras, but sometimes I'll just lay down and then hold it over and kind of just like peek up a little bit, you know, over my, yeah. my pillow just to see, cause I like to check on those lower chakras since for so long, I ignored them for so many years. I don't anymore. I love them. <laughs> yes. But yeah, yeah. And I, I love that you introduced the pendulum, um, other ways besides showering, working through flowing through. Um, I love to think about eating foods, mm. you know, healthy foods that support each of the chakras. So you can Google that, um, just basically it's color. So, you know, red for the root chakra, you could eat red potatoes, you know, that's a root for the root, mm -hmm. um, you know, apples, red peppers, things of that nature. Then you move up to the sacral, which is orange. So of course, oranges, orange bell peppers, you know, you see where I'm going with that. Oh, so yeah. uh, you can even wear wearing uh, color. color too. If you're feeling yeah. a certain yeah. way. Yeah. Um, wrap yourself in that, um, different crystals as you shared in Anna. And so you can just play with it. That's, that's a big thing too, is when's the last time for everyone here, when's the last time you really played that mm. you had fun, that you created something that, that you explored, you know, we get so in this mindset of go, 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 do, do, do. I don't have time for that because your mind is telling you other things that still need to be done. And that's definitely up here. You know, you're not in your body. So really invite play and explore with this because this is you, this is your body. Um, no one else can do it for you. And the Western medicine, in my view, is the Band-Aid approach. So something's happened, you know, yes, you broke your arm, you need the doctor to reset, things like that. But all these diseases that are showing up, you weren't born with those. Mm -hmm. I really yeah. want everybody to think about that. We were not born with those diseases and they accumulate in our system and, and show up uh, because there's overriding of things and, and our bodies trying to get rid of it somehow. So it manifests into something and that's your body saying, I need support. I need help with this. So before that even happens, why not try this out? Why not explore and build that emotional intelligence with yourself? So that way you're not throwing pillows at people. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love the pillows. You're not throwing pillows at people, expecting people to catch them for you. And then when they try and throw them back, you're judging, mm -hmm. right? So full cycle. Um, yeah, it's a cycle. It is. It is. So just building that emotional intelligence, understanding how your systems work and balancing that out with, through your heart. That's that's really the key there. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Well, and Anna, thank you so much for being here. Uh, for those who want to reach out to you to play and learn more. Uh, what's some contact information you have to share? 
So I'm very active on my Instagram page and I am in on a rising on Instagram. It's I N A N N A rising. And um, my YouTube channel is in on a rising as well. And I have a lot of free content there. A lot of classes I've posted. I try and do um, a free class each week, at least every other week, um, having something to do or other with energy work. I also hold uh, online full moon rituals. So NT ceremonies, which is a beautiful way to just connect and gather with other uh, people at the same, at the same time. And in the same space under that energy of the, the beautiful moon to set really lovely intentions for, for yourself and for your life and, um, and to release things that might need to be released too. I can also be reached via email at goddess at inonarising.com. So, and I, can I tell you one little funny story because you were talking about playing? Yes. (laughs) I was being very, 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 very serious all summer long, working so hard, just doing too much, too much grown up stuff. Also, even taxes. I had to fix my son's uh, social security number that got uh, stolen a few years ago. So I'd been doing that for years trying to work on it. And I had this final thing to wrap up with it. And I was like, oh, good. It's finally done. So yesterday I called one of my best friends and I said, I wanted to go get myself just something lovely, a new perfume or something at the, I'm very much a perfume person. I make my own perfumes too. But I said, let's just go to the mall. I hadn't been there in forever. And I usually don't enjoy the mall ever. I don't know what got into me, but I said, I just want to go find a new perfume. And so we went together. We have been friends since we were little girls. We would play Barbies together. And anyway, so we were just having the time of our lives and we started laughing so hard and just saying, this is, don't you feel like a teenager right now? And she's like, yeah, I do. I feel like when we used to go to the mall when we were teenagers and we were just laughing. And I said, Hey, let's go get a hot dog on a stick. You know, the cheese <laughs> one, not the hot dogs. That's yucky, but the cheese, which is equally yucky, by the way, but we <laughs> went and had one and it was delicious. And we felt like teenagers and it was just the funniest yeah. thing. So anyway, fast forward a couple hours later, it's like nine o'clock at night. I have two young sons still at home, two grown kids and two young, not young, but teenage sons at home. And my friend, the night was coming to a close and I said, okay, well, we, we better, I'm going to drop you off at home. And she goes, wait, no, we, we can't end the night already. It's only nine o'clock. Let's go do something else. And I was thinking, yeah, let's go do something else. This is too much fun. And all of a sudden it dawned on me. I thought something in the back of my mind went, wait, I'm supposed to be doing something. What do I? And I looked at her and I said, I forgot I have children. <laughs> I have to go home <laughs> and make sure that they're getting ready for bed. <laughs> and it was just, it was so much fun to connect to that playful side. And we mm. laughed so hard that it was enough to where I forgot for a minute that I had kids. So anyway, yes, it's so yeah. important to be playful and to have fun. And I think that totally um, elevates your energy and your mood. Oh, Yes. When yes. things and serious play, it brings you in the present moment and you really appreciate and just have that openness. And I love that. I, I just could see you running through the mall and having this hot dog on a stick and, you know, and that's something that, <laughs> that is, we 
might say it's horrible, but it tasted so good. It was something in the that moment? you needed oh. at that moment. It's not that you're eating hot dogs every day, no. you know? So yeah. it it was needed and that's okay. Wow. Yeah. And to and not judge it. In the moment, we were not judging it. We were just laughing, thinking it was so fun. So oh, I just wanted to share so that a little bit since you brought it being playful. I had just such a fun, playful experience yesterday. So I had to share that. Beautiful. Well, thank you again, and Anna, for being here. It was so wonderful to share you with this audience and um, just getting to know you a little bit more. Yeah, I hope that we can play someday together. We must. We I was can. thinking that you're going to have to let yeah. me know when you're making your rounds over yes. to the woods. I would love to hang out. I would definitely do that. And anyone else can come play too. So everyone is welcome. Well, yeah. Well, thank you, my friends, for tuning in, watching, or listening. And this um, is, again, the last of the series for uh, Consciously Clearing Clutter. And I hope that you enjoyed it. Please share it with others. And until next time, be well. Bye. I so appreciate your time today. As right here, right now together, we are forming a new stone soup of collective consciousness and your essence is needed to add to the amazing vibration we just experienced. Please remember that you can always review any of these podcasts and receive that same energy you experienced here because you are part of that, of the energy, of the connection that we are creating here. If you would like to reach out with any questions or want to know more information about my services, please visit my website at livingwithintention.co or follow me on Facebook or Instagram at livingwithintention.co. Also, you can download the free app of mindbodyspirit.fm and listen anytime, anywhere via Spotify, Google, and Apple to have access to all my podcasts, as well as the other amazing speakers who are part of the mindbodyspirit.fm community. Be well, my friends, and keep shining your light and sharing your truth. And I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcast.